You're listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast, episode two. Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Hi, it's Phil Burgess here, and welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. Just before we hear from today's guest, I'd like to ask that if you're enjoying listening to the podcast, please remember to subscribe to get new episodes each week. I'd also love to hear your thoughts about the podcast. You can leave comments on the website, which you will find at itcareerenergizer.com. And now, here's episode two. Today's featured guest is Laura Brandenburg. Laura is an internationally recognized leader known for helping mid-career professionals start business analysis careers and is the author of the best-selling book, How to Start a Business Analyst Career. Laura brings more than a decade of experience in the business analysis profession, filling such diverse roles as a full-time business analyst, consultant and hiring manager. She brings all of these perspectives into her writing, presenting, coaching and training to help others find transferable business analysis skills, expand on their business analysis experience and start business analysis careers with confidence. So Laura, could you expand on that brief introduction introduction even and tell us a little bit more about yourself? For sure. Well, thank you so much first for having me here and giving me the opportunity to to share some thoughts with your audience. So very excited. Uh, And, you know, that's a pretty much sums up my my background and what I'm focused on now. Um, But really the piece that... um, we focus on at Bridging the Gap is is helping those mid-career professionals get started in business analyst careers. So a lot of times that person has been kind of around IT for a while or yeah. seen a lot of things, but they haven't actually said, hey, look at me, I'm a business analyst, right? So um, that's that transitional part that we're, we're really working with. And right. I know that... Um, you know, as the BA market matures, we're also seeing a lot of more recent college graduates really more successfully get started as a BA. Um, yep. That wasn't really an option when I got started 10, 15 years ago. <laughs> it was really preserved for more experienced professionals, yes. but that's definitely a growing aspect of the market as well. Great. Okay. Um, can you share with us a unique career tip that the IT Career Energizer audience should know and probably don't? Yeah, most of the people that we work with have more transferable skills than they think. Yeah. And so if you are thinking about, I mean, this is specifically for for business analysis, that's my area of expertise, but if that's a career that you're experiencing, exploring or pursuing like a lot of people are just like well I've you know I've never done any business analysis and I want to get started I'm like well you know you have 10 years of career experience there's probably something in there that you've done 
that you can use to position yourself more strongly. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean you'd be a fully qualified, like in the every qualification on every job position, but there's probably something that you can draw from. And people tend to minimize that, especially us analysts, you know, analytical minds, like, oh, that doesn't really count, or that documentation wasn't really requirements, or I'm really not that good at that, right? And yeah. so we have this tendency to downplay those things, but really um, the successful transitions I see the ones that happen most quickly are because people go back into their career background and really embrace those transferable skills that they have. Yes, I suppose um, for a lot of people it's trying to identify where their strengths are and how they would be transferable to a different career path. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Um, Tell us about your worst IT career moment and what did you learn from that experience? Yeah, this question, I had to do some thinking on this one, <laughs> and then I came up, like, at first I was like, hmm, what would be the worst, right? Yeah. And, I, and then I came up with a project um, right. that was the worst, right? I think everybody has one of those projects in their background. Yes. Um, and for me, it was my second role as a business systems analyst. I had moved to across the country. It was a new organization, new team. We were building a brand new product. And there was a big investment from the venture capitalist firm in this relatively small organization to build this new product that was destined to expand the business in a completely new way. Uh, and my background was very much like systems functional requirements, like, okay, what do we need this thing to do? Like, how do, how is it going to work? How do we get it built? Like, so very detailed. Um, and I totally missed this, the whole perspective that, um, you know, that the product itself, like the way that the entire organization was structured um, and the way that we were selling and marketing and like the product itself didn't end up serving the need to the uh, end user that yes. it was supposed to serve. Yes. Or it did, but it was like our whole organ. It wasn't just the product, right? Our whole organization needed to shift in a much bigger way to embrace this product. Um, and so at the end of the day, why it's my worst moment, like, um, is because within a year of me moving on from that organization to another organization, like that, all the work we, we'd spent over a year building it, requirements and tech build and all of that. I mean, I think they had sold one license to one user and they just completely dismantled the whole system. Uh, so I've never had a product just <laughs> completely, like, it's not even worth the servers that, <laughs> that yeah. it was stored on. So we need to use those servers for something else. Uh, so, so in the end, that's my worst IT career moment was was learning about that dismantling. <laughs> okay, right. So moving on from the worst, can you get, share with us possibly your IT career highlight or greatest success and how you were able to achieve it? Yeah, well, there were a lot of those too, so good. that's a good thing. Right? But um, the one that really stood out to me or stands out to me is my very first project as a business analyst. And this is also a, a really significantly sized project. Um and it was it was an ebook platform, which was a little bit different than what the organization had done before. So there were these challenges that the tech team hadn't overcome, that the product team hadn't overcome, but it, it fit within the existing business model that it had like a a very success, good success at the beginning. Yeah. But for me, what it made what made it kind of a highlight was just to be able to go in and as a brand new business analyst on a really big complex project. Um, you know, there were missteps, there were places where I for sure made mistakes, but 
to be able to work through that and see it come through to fruition at the end. And I'm so grateful that I had that start uh, in my career. Uh, and just that confidence boost of, okay, I, I really can do this. Uh, I really do like being a BA and I really can be successful as a yeah. BA. I mean, how did, how did that sort of a moment, almost like an epiphany, I suppose, of, of believing in yourself, how did that come about? Well, it was probably around the middle of the project that I started to realize I was I was doing an okay job. Like yeah. at the beginning, there um, it was one of those. It was a weird project where I actually had a couple of months before the tech team got assigned to work directly with the product manager on the requirements, which sounds like most VAs would be really envious of that. And I thought it was a huge luxury at the time as well. But the reality was, I had thought I had figured out all like the how the system was going to work in a high-level way, and I figured out a lot of the interesting aspects of the solution. So by the time we engaged the tech team, in my mind, it was all figured out, but in their mind, they were just getting started, right? And they're like, you know, you're you're a first-time BA. What do you mean that we're going to do it this way and that way and this way and that way? And so I had to, like, really backpedal, and, you know, so the very first start was really rocky because I realized that I just couldn't come up with all the answers myself. It was more important to facilitate that. Um, But once I backstepped and then we started working through the requirements again more iteratively, um, you know, there's this point where we got into a, a kind of a flow of, of working through things that felt really good. And then there was a point where I discovered something that nobody else was really thinking of. And if we hadn't discovered it earlier, is you know, as early as we did, yeah. it would have completely derailed the project at the beginning. Right. And that's when I was like, all right, I'm on to something here, right? Like <laughs> yeah. I felt really, that was a confidence boost. Like nobody yeah. else was thinking about this and I was able to bring that to the table. Yeah, I, th- I think, yeah, definitely. When you when you can do that and you can see the value in what you've achieved, that, that certainly makes, makes you certainly feel as though you've contributed in a, in a very positive way. Right, right. <laughs> okay, what's one thing that excites you about the future of a career in IT? Yeah, for me, this is, um, I feel like as we, over, like every five years for the last 15 years or so as I've been doing this, like the solutions just get so much easier to build. Yeah. Uh, and so when I was starting out, like your entire thought process about the requirements was often, predicated on, you know, these constraints of the systems that were in place in your organization and 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 what was possible because going outside of those constraints would obvi- would often add to the budget in such a significant way that you couldn't even entertain it, right? Um, yeah. And so conversations were just built around constraints as opposed to possibilities. And it seems like we just keep shifting and shifting and shifting to where the solutions are getting easier and easier to build. I mean, there's still complexity, there's still challenges, of course, but um, we're really starting to shift to a place, I think, where really almost anything is possible in a certain extent, and more is possible every day, and we get to be more creative and help business users make decisions from a more empowered place of, like, what do they need and how what's going to best serve the business and what's going to best serve that business's customers and start having those bigger picture discussions rather than just, like, how are we going to figure out how to fit this functional requirement into this set of systems yep. and, and, and work around this kind of technical challenge. Right. So how do you think um, people who are potentially coming into the industry um, should view it uh, in terms of what their their prospects are? 
Right. Uh, well, I think it's, it, so, you know, as a, as a technologist, right? Yeah. Being able to be part of that solution conversation and present those alternatives and not make it about how difficult things are, but how can we achieve some of these goals or what are some of the possibilities? Um, I think also being prepared to educate business users on the possibilities of technology, um, whether you're a technologist or more of a, of a business side um, technologist like a BA would be. Uh, business users are still used to being told no, right? Yes. So, oh, wait, here, look, we can actually do this now. You know, you asked for it 10 years ago and we're told no so many times, but now we can actually do it. So let's figure out how to make this a reality. Um, I think just coming from that place of, of educating people about technology and what's possible. Yep. Okay, great. I'm going to go into the reveal round now. So what attracted you to a career in IT? Both the intellectual stimulation and the salary. Right. That's straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, what is the best career advice you've ever received? This is from one of my mentors. I've worked with him in three organizations. And, and whenever I would get frustrated or upset about what was happening in a project or with a stakeholder or whenever anybody else would get upset <laughs> about anything, his advice was always act from a position of strength. And to me, it's a good, like, how can you come back to what your position of strength is, um, whatever that is in that situation, and how can you take action from there rather than focusing on, like, what the weakness is or what you can't control or what you can't do. Because um, whenever I would start to get in that space, things would start to spin a little bit. Uh, but if I could step back and get to that position of strength, okay. uh, the things would typically happen. Yeah. The next question I think I already know the answer to, but I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> if you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do? You know, I I never had the advantage of doing any sort of formal training or um, really learning about the profession. Like we were in our organization and we thought we were this unique little bunch of people called systems analysts and nobody yeah. else really ever did what it, we did. And so I, hey, I found some books and we did, inf I had informal mentoring, but I would have probably just invested in some training to learn how to do this in a structured way <laughs> instead of trying <laughs> right. to figure it out on my own. Yeah. Is that what you thought the answer was going to be? Uh, nearly. I mean, I don't think you would have done anything particularly different to what you're doing now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What career objectives are you focusing on right now? So my focus right now is on expanding, bridging the gap. Uh, so expanding the virtual training organization and being able as an organization to show up and serve more business analysts. So what that means for me is being able to step more into a true CEO role and more in a leadership role and use still my business analysis capabilities uh, in terms of the systems we're implementing and the processes and all of that, but but also to step in some ways like uh, above that and sometimes even allowing other people to be in that BA role within my organization, right? So uh, it's, a, it's a big jump and a big yes. leap, but it's a one. Yeah. yeah, it sounds exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? Yeah, I'm sure you could guess this one, too. Uh, <laughs> I, I would say communication. Yes. Yeah. 
And specifically, what? Yeah, it is. Like, specifically listening, slowing down conversations, you know, being sure stakeholders feel truly heard and understood. Uh, That kind of thing goes really, really far uh, in a technical career where people are, are not used to always being well communicated with. Indeed. I think it's a, for, for something like a business analysis role in particular, it's really the cornerstone of being able to do your job. So, mm-hmm. um, yes, definitely. Um, can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT career energizer audience? Yeah. Um, you know, we talked about a lot of of aspects of my career today, but I think a big piece of advice would just be to trust yourself in terms of where your career, you know, what you want out of your career. And we see a lot of people kind of come in and can I be a business analyst? Should I be a business analyst? Is this a good fit? Like trust that inner sense of, is this a good fit for me? Um, And we talked about transferable skills, which I could, (laughs) I could talk about for, you know, a whole nother podcast (laughs) Um, and, you know, really allowing yourself to be confident in those skills, but really also then the third piece is knowing where you want to go. And when it comes to technology, there's just so many, there's so much opportunity and possibility within the the industry and the professions that are available. I mean, we're just talking about one here with business analysis, but there's dozens of different roles. And, you know, you can almost kind of blend them together in different ways. So really getting clear on what is it that you love about the roles that you've been in and what is going to be the perfect kind of role for you uh, and using that as a, as a touchstone as you move your career forward. Great. And finally, what's the best way that we can find out more about you and connect with you? Yeah, yeah. So the website, Bridging the Gap, is the best way. And that does have hyphens. So if you're listening, it's bridging-the-gap.com. And one of the resources we have there, if you are interested in pursuing a career in business analysis, uh, there's a free career planning course. And it walks you through our business analyst career roadmap and exactly how to figure out, like, where you're at on that roadmap, and what your best set of next steps would be based on where you're at in, in your career. So it's it's a good entryway to kind of just figure out what to do next uh, from a BA perspective. Laura, thanks so much for being on the IT Career Energizer podcast with me today. It's been great talking to you. Um, I wish you all the best. Thank you, and thank you so much for having me, Phil. Hi, Phil here again. I hope you enjoyed today's chat with Laura Brandenburg. If you visit the website itcareerenergizer.com, you'll find show notes from today's episode, including links to resources discussed during the show. In the next episode of the IT Career Energizer, I'll be talking to Jonathan Moss, an experienced IT and business change consultant, about his thoughts on careers in IT. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.